a political philosophy and points for guaranteed minimum income. The arguments against a guaranteed minimum annual income for all citizens of the USA are fairly well known. 1. Promotes laziness. 2. Lives off the work of others. 3. Requires high taxation. 4. Allows lower classes to reproduce until food supply is exhausted. All of the points were developed in the era before effective birth control was invented. It has been demonstrated since the late 1960s that women with adequate income and birth control devices choose to have two or fewer children. Ricardo's iron law of wages is not valid in a modern post-industrial economy generally. In the USA today more than 100 million Americans are unemployed, non-working adults. 50% of the populace is already receiving some sort of federal payment even if just food stamps. Much of the banking sector and corporate world was sustained with zero-interest loans from the Federal Reserve. Much of what I suggest in the following actually already exists in a grossly imperfect, unbalanced form. Rectification of ways and means to govern responsive to manifest political, environmental and social challenges is the point of the following ideas. With a full planetary population living in an ecosphere believed by the Kanyashanti to be able to sustain just 2 billion souls at the present level of resource use, and the population being presently north of 7 billion people, leadership in finding new ways to adapt free enterprise and its genius for invention to the real social criterion is needed. New political philosophy products ought to provide practical ways to adapt free enterprise and democracy to optimize democratic values within the given condition of the ecosphere and demographic facts. This paper is intended to sketch some ways to change from the present global system, led by the United States and Wall Street, moving inertially as evolving corporatist plutonomy with de facto imperialism wherein free enterprise is reduced by overpowerful corporate and government suppression while democracy is suborned to the power of wealth. That system probably leads to quasi-imperialism with the slavery of royal leadership regardless of the titles they bear, i.e. Politburo of the Communist Party, King of France, CEO of Syndicate Soft. It could lead to mass oppression and possible extirpation of the human race. There is a choice between human and inhuman forms of government the latter perhaps preferable for a generation of pseudo-scientific atheists stimulated by Skinnerianism. With a guaranteed minimum income citizens are relieved from the excess leverage of the market on labor. The blind pursuit of money leads to much intra-social corruption in relationships. Values promoted simply to get money may and have corrupt better social investments in upgrading physical infrastructure, recovering lost environment and so forth. With a guaranteed minimum income citizens would have comparable level of sustenance to that they might produce for themselves in a natural environment as hunter-gatherers or farmers without being trod upon by social aggressors plundering for power. Citizens would also have less spinelessness when it comes to making moral choices between good economic environmental values and bad where the bad pays more, or is even the only source of money for the poor or working class. Citizens would also have less compelling cause to exploit the environment themselves to wrest a living from it. Examples might be taking of valuable furs, cutting down wild forests, building tract homes and valuable wild and farmland, driving polluting automobiles because everyone else seems to be. With a guaranteed minimum income and a sober awareness of the need for secure boundaries socially in regard to nature, it would be desirable to vet free enterprise projects before they get started. Regulations for conforming to optimal resource use with, low impact and entropy would exist as business owning laws any new business would need to conform to. Business with fewer than 30 employees would be basically free to go ahead, yet business with more, up to a cap of 5,000 employees, would have to pass a popular vote, perhaps with business juries, reviewing the value to society of the new business on environmental and production value criteria, before passing into law. It would be useful to limit the size of corporations regarding employee numbers in order to promote efficiency. 
corporations with greater efficiency would return greater profit to shareholders and society. Corporations would as well remain more competitive and unable to accumulate too much economic and political dominance such that it would corrupt the democracy with its influence. A modern and efficiency ecological economy with a free enterprise and democratic criteria should support the annual economic and social stabilization for all citizens. In former generations it was the case that family and jobs could endure through a lifetime without displacement from the creative destruction of the market. While creativity is necessary it need not be destructive within a more suitable political philosophy practically applied. Value theory should conform to real social values in its application. Democracy should not suffer value to define its behavior. Value should be created by social will for excellence. Taxation would limit the accumulation of wealth so as not to interfere destructively with democracy, free enterprise, social well-being and ecological health. The most wealthy could earn no more than 300 times that of the poor, average, at the minimum income. Social values and material production should promote a more compassionate ecospheric Spartan society with Christian spiritual values unburdened by theocracy with excess wealth being neither necessary for raising a family, inventing or producing new materials etc. In fact social designs of physical structures for living health, security and privacy should be postmodern minimalist with a modicum of ecospheric hedonistic enjoyment of the natural ecosphere as it is given by God in the universe and is good. Inventors would receive exclusive patents for just 5 years and thereafter 10% royalties from anyone producing their works for the market. That benefit would be for life and for the life of their first generation heir then pass. Society needs to be able to generically reproduce valuable new technology and business methods, keep a profit motive, and advance society even as the ecosphere is restored to health and brought to new, barren worlds. When the wealth of inventors surpasses the 300 times individual capital cap the excess income is also diverted to government that must itself neither go in debt or keep much capital excess. The government would provide capital excess for loans for individual development and health, explore and colonize space, provide for public education even if that is through private schools. Rationing mass per citizen for human fabrication in the distant future. February 6, 2014 Human society, without achieving a critical level of creative, adaptive thought may evolve toward maximum exploitation of available mass converting it to a high entropy format depleting environmental sustainability or even the existence of a given planetary body clumped together under the influence of gravity. Thus one may anticipate distant future political efforts to counteract the noted characteristic of purely egoistic use of mass without consideration of the concatenating social effects. Human society evolving like bacteria, in a petri dish consume all available food or mass available to process it adding entropy in order to provide comfort, prestige and so forth. Yet unlike uncreative bacteria human society and numerous individuals have bursts of creative, inventive thought, thus they are capable of consuming and adding entropy to mass at a far higher rate than that of bacteria. Not simply consuming food and reproducing more of their own kind to deplete resources human beings convert orderly environmental mass into vast tonnage per person of luxurious dwelling, automobile and so forth accelerating the irreversible conversion of mass with low entropy into mass with high entropy. One might consider that human beings in an unregulated social environment might eventually be conformed by external forces in the processed environment into a maximum density format such as crystal structures determined by a coefficient of technological capacity, minimal spacing and remaining resources. The alternative to that might be species depletion by elites to provide liberal time for existence of the remnant former minority with quantitative easing of the resource tension via controversial means, if they were debated, such as holocausts. In times of resource tension extreme measures historically arise. 
a future society with substantial remaining unprocessed mass and a viable environment might limit the tonnage per individual for fabrication including housing, transport and so forth demanding the most extreme inventive thought materially from its citizens if they are to get the most out of the mass quota. I would guess that a vast, thin polymer geodesic sphere computer absorbing sunlight and floating in zero gravity might be an efficient direction if it were capable of sustaining human life inside. It's hard to say. Yet it is interesting to thinking about what sort of physical social environment would develop if forethought and intelligence were required of builders rather than mass-producing housing tracks with low, low creative thought involved as if they were farming for themselves adding so much non-ecospherically sustainable structure at unreasonable rates of interest.